Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. It's that time of the week where we're talking all about attachment, okay? So today we're going to talk about secure attachment triggers. And it's going to be a quick episode because those who are securely attached typically identify by feeling, you know, like it's easy to be close. And so for those who are securely attached, there probably are going to be much less triggers than for those who are fearful, avoidant, dismissive, avoidant, or anxiously attached. And that's you know mainly because those who are securely attached, which is about half of the population, I believe, check check the facts though, because do your own research, um, you know, classify themselves as being able to trust, you know, pretty easily and um, being okay with distance and okay with closeness and not really being too agitated by things while in relationships, okay? So, you know, this person has, you know, a good level of self-esteem. They enjoy intimate relationships. They enjoy and seek out social support and they have the ability to share their feelings um, easier than those who have, you know, insecure attachment styles, right? Which are the other three. Now, um, that doesn't mean that the secure person is perfect. Okay. Let's make that clear. I'm going to say it again. If someone is securely attached, that doesn't mean that they're perfect. They're still human. They still have emotions. They're still going to get upset about things. It just means that they're going to potentially be able to bounce back from it a little bit easier. Okay. So, depending on the relationship dynamic and how things are going, the history of relationships and things like that, a secure person is going to be uh, triggered by things such as inconsistency, such as um, instability, and uh, someone who maybe um, does not can continue to present kind of, you know, about the same on a regular basis. But for someone that's secure, it's not going to turn into a fight where we're name calling and things like that. It's not going to turn into ghosting you and just losing, you know, like telling you to lose my number or whatever the case may be. For someone that's securely attached, okay, when something comes up, when there's a conflict, they are most likely going to be able to recognize what the issue is. And then they're going to take some time to think about it, whether that's a minute or if some people are faster processors than others, so we can't say exactly on the time, but when they're able to communicate with you what's going on, they will genuinely. And so I think that this creates issues in relationships because when we finally get with someone that is just honest and authentic, we feel like they're playing games. Like, what kind of what kind of trick is this that you're that you're talking to me this way and you're just being so kind like is this a game like are you trying to play me and 
the secure person is just being genuine and and themselves. But for anyone that's insecurely attached, you may have had a relationship or a history of experiences with people that were playing games and they were being manipulative and they weren't being honest in their presentation. And they were, they were, maybe they were gaslighting you and you feel like that's happening again, but this person, you know, is not that. So it's difficult to be able to tease out, you know, um, your past experiences from your current ones, but it's really necessary in order to experience more satisfaction in your relationships now to be able to take off those old glasses, that old lens, uh, as you, as you raise your level of self-awareness, as you practice new ways of being and interacting with others so that you can have a different dance with this new partner, this new coworker, this new friend or boss or whatever the case may be. So for those who are securely attached, it's going to look a lot different than those who are insecurely attached because there's not going to be too much uh, gray. There's not going to be too much fluff, if that makes sense. Um, Someone that is securely attached is probably going to um, do their best to meet your needs. So if someone says, oh, well, you know what? I just don't want to talk to you anymore. The securely attached person might try to repair and say, you know, what's going on? Can we talk about this? Are you sure that's what you want? And they're going to respect what they are told are going to respect the boundaries. Now, if we're in a relationship and let's say it's two insecurely attached people, um, someone saying, oh, I don't want to talk to you anymore. We might be saying that if you haven't listened to the conflict intimacy episode, take your self and scroll down, scroll, 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 listen to the conflict intimacy episode. Because sometimes we make requests or we say things in an effort to connect and be closer to someone, but it's the opposite of what we actually want. So saying, well, I just don't even want to talk to you anymore. I can't stand you. We might be saying like, I want you to chase me. I want to feel like you need me or you want me. And this is the way that I know how to make that request of my need being met. Now, as someone who is secure, we take, we, am I, am I securely attached? I don't know. Um, we take, we take those things and, um, I'm saying we, as if I'm everybody, the secure person is going to take your word for it at the end of the day. So don't play around with with a secure person because they're going to, if you say to leave them alone, they're going to leave you alone. If you, if you ask them for a need to be met, I would think that most secure people would do their best to meet that need or they're going to be honest with you and say, hey, I can't meet that need for whatever reason. And so um, as a person that's insecurely attached, we, right, I say it again, we can't be, we can't be offended. We can't be upset when someone is doing exactly as we tell them to. Okay. So it's interesting how the dynamics seem to play a role in contributing to our experiences. I bring all this up so that we can kind of have a foundation for what uh, attachment looks like, you know, what gets in the way of success in relationships. And then what we're going to move into in our next series of attachment is how to manage dating uh, someone of a certain attachment style. So, you know, in the next few weeks on Wednesdays, we're going to hear episodes about how to date, you know, an, an anxiously attached person, how to date a dismissively avoidant person, how to date a fearful avoidant person, and what things are going to help to contribute to, you know, you doing your part in that relationship if you already are in one, or if at some point you come across that in your experience. But 
I want to say that I appreciate you. I see you. I love receiving all of the DMs that I get about how, you know, how the podcast is impacting your lives. Um, I have so many episodes that I need to do. So I'm going to do my best to use this summer to create as much content as possible before the fall hits. And then it's crazy time again when school starts. So please keep sending me you know, everything that you want to hear on this podcast, make sure that you sign up for the email list. Let me say that again. Make sure that you sign up for the email list because that's where I, you know, do my best to share the the most pertinent information possible with you, um, other tips and tricks, and also kind of letting you know um, when certain things are getting rolled out. So go ahead. Sign up for that little email list. Go scroll in the show notes. It says join the tribe. And we'll be chatting next time, Gems. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy. But you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great. You'll all feel great. Filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.